Are you building a life together? How well are you stitching together your values, your desires, your goals for your life, the vision that you have, short-term, long-term, your, your professional vision, does it mesh with having a thriving relationship? What needs to adjust? Philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Do It With Dan. I'm your host, Dan Mengena. I am excited to have someone who synchronistically, synchronistically, just become one of like my super duper humans. Uh, Marie Elizabeth Marley is uh, a relationship alchemy magical being now if you haven't yet heard um my other podcast beyond success had an awesome episode with marie elizabeth where we dove into a lot of the background where the whole journey came from and all the things which is amazing (laughs) however here's the thing as a part of our 2022 Abundant You uh, experience, which if you haven't dialed in on, I don't know what you're doing with your life, click the link underneath at some point, get yourself signed up and get all of the things in your life from the thing. We're like, oh my gosh, this assessment that Marie Elizabeth shared with us as part of her, her gifting for the experience, is just something I wanted to dive more deeply into. Um, there's just so much, so much, so much. I'm going to stop waffling now. I'm going to allow Marie Elizabeth to actually speak <laughs> and introduce herself to you guys here. Introduce herself to you dreamers. And then we're going to dive into this assessment, what it's about, what it's uncovering and how it can sex up your life. So Marie Elizabeth, I give you the mic. Well, thank you for that amazing introduction. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, I'm a relationship alchemist and I help visionary people function better in their relationships. You know, we can get Mm -hmm. so focused on what we're creating in the world and what we're the impact we're having and and how we want to serve. And sometimes our relationships end up taking a backseat and they don't nourish us and, and we don't get the the love and connection and the, and the flow, that beautiful creative flow that can happen when giving and receiving are really on point. That doesn't always happen in our personal relationships, which then can sometimes start to erode our concentration, our power, our life force, the amount of energy we have to bring to our purpose. And so I'm really about helping people set up relationships that support them in their personal growth, that also support their mission in the world, that help them be the biggest and brightest and most self-realized human that they can be. Mm, 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 mm. And one of the things I love about your approach and how you show up is it's not trying to inspire signing up to the illusion of perfection. It's dealing with the life shit that comes up and dealing with it in a healthy, uh, expansive, yummy way that leaves space for us to still be human and not have the pressure of all the things. And and I'm just... I'm just excited to, again, share you through this particular lens with the audience to inspire them to to see that there is, I don't want to say a better way, but a healthy way to do relating 
Uh, toxic relationships don't have to be in the mix. Um, running away from relationships don't have to be in the mix. Trying to pretend to be someone else doesn't have to be in the mix. Being in burnout in relationship <laughs> doesn't have to be in the mix. There's a healthy Amen. way to operate. So um, That's right. And that healthy way doesn't mean twisting yourself into some idealized version of you that you think you have to be to be loved. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. So let's so to yeah so to that thing. end oh no go yeah 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 to, yeah, that, to that end, end. <laughs> to that end well so the, this relationship assessment my relationship alchemy assessment takes people through five areas that I have spoken about before in the five elements mm-hmm. of relationship alchemy and the questions uh, and and what why are these five elements important well. They are the five areas to focus on in relationship to have the whole thing be thriving Mm -hmm. and juicy and connected. Mm -hmm. It's not enough Mm -hmm. to only focus on conversation or communication. (laughs) Communication is one pillar. No, it's super important. I I can't just talk. (laughs) You can't just talk and you can't just listen because if your head trash is super loud, it's going to affect how what comes out of your mouth. Right. So you need to handle how you relate to yourself. And that's where the assessment begins is really Mm -hmm. assessing what's your relationship to yourself right now? Because from Mm -hmm. there, you know, we teach other people how to love us or how Mm -hmm. not to love us, right? By how we be, Mm -hmm. by what we tolerate, by Mm -hmm. the state of our boundaries or the lack of our boundaries. We teach people what they can and can't do with us even if Mm. what we're teaching them is to be terrible, (laughs) Mm. right? And so the first place to begin to have our relationships be amazing is to address how we relate to ourselves. So that's where the assessment begins. Then the next piece is, are you building a life together? How Mm. well are you stitching together your values, your desires, your goals for your life, the vision that you have, short-term, long-term, your your professional vision, does it mesh with having a thriving relationship? What needs to adjust, right? So the second piece of the assessment is assessing how are you doing at building a life together? What are the places that need to uh, perhaps have some attention that maybe you just haven't thought of putting attention on before because you're busy doing your thing? You know, the third piece of the assessment is about the communication piece. Mm-hmm. You know, are you listening? Is your communication loving? Have you worked out ways to uh, address conflict? Have you worked mm-hmm. out ways to recover from a fight? We all mm-hmm. get into skirmishes. That's let's just normalize all of the us? skirmish. All of us. All of us. Now, if you what, never what about the fight, perfect individuals who never yeah. fight? <laughs> you know, I can. Those perfect individuals that never fight are likely suppressing a lot of shit. <laughs> I I agree with you. There's some suppression going on. There's some suppression going on. There's perhaps some people pleasing going on. There's some withdrawing withdrawal, what I call withholding, you know, you're withholding stuff that you Mm -hmm. would say, but you are afraid not to say, or you just think, oh, they won't get it. You know, the Mm -hmm. withholding can happen either out of fear or out of sort Mm -hmm. of lack of respect. Like you don't Mm -hmm. respect your partner enough to think they can actually hold the totality Mm -hmm. of you. So you hold back. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, that's not going to get you the relationship you want. You're training your partner to be dumb. Mm-hmm. You're training your partner to not have capacity. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't have capacity. It's that you don't think they have capacity because you have whatever story you have about yourself that you're too much for people, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's always a way that we are setting up a situation based on a story. Mm-hmm. And until we're aware of our stories, and can choose to take actions that go against the stories that are actually mm-hmm. true to who we are and to who we want to be, we're going to keep reliving the same thing over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the third piece of the assessment is about the state of the communication in the relationship. The fourth piece is about really this work, what, what I call mastering the dance or work-life integration, because you can you can want to have a fantastic relationship, but if you have zero time to attend to it, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna dwindle. I have on every the intention in the world to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. But first, let me deal with the twenty four hours that I've just used up that have nothing left. To yes, to. <laughs> right. And let me let me deal with the fact that I like give all my best energy to my clients all day long. This has been me. Mm -hmm. All my clients get the best of me. And then I come home and I'm this like ragged, exhausted shell. Mm -hmm. And that, and then my partner gets the dregs Mm. that, you know, and so me personally, I had to reorient that and recognize, you know, my partner, like the, the central thing in my life is my connection with, whatever you call it, the universe, God, all that is, the thing, you know, my higher self source, whatever Mm -hmm. that's the center and my relationship with myself, then my relationship Mm -hmm. with my love with Patrick, with my beloved, Mm -hmm. and then my relationship with my clients who I serve, who I'm deeply Mm -hmm. involved with. And then my relationship with everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's, that's to me, that's how and who I'm accountable to in that order. Mm. And when that gets out of whack, like I start focusing more on like, oh, am I getting enough comments on Instagram (laughs) versus spending time with my partner, then that that's an issue that needs to be, that's a work-life imbalance and Mm. that needs to be addressed. Right. Mm. So the fourth piece of the assessment is, is about this mastering the dance. How do you have a beautiful flow between your inner life, your, your relationship with your creator and your mm-hmm. own creativity, and then mm-hmm. your relationship with your loved ones and then the relationship with everybody else? Like, mm-hmm. are those situated properly and are, is there a healthy flow where they all mm-hmm. nourish and, and support one another? Or is there places mm-hmm. where it's jaggedy and you need to, you know, shore up? some area that is perhaps leaking. What would you say to someone that doesn't have clarity? So I would say I definitely would have like divine self. And I know there's upset on this, but like the kids, uh-huh. <laughs> then Olga, right? Yeah. yeah. Which doesn't always get accepted, but I'm just being real. Like, yeah. I don't know, like the kids, Come in. Then I would say, um, I would say my family next. Then I would say uh, my my siblings and I are really really close. Then mm-hmm. I would say like my community, um, 
community and that family, then friends, then community. I would say, yeah, what, what it is for me. That's what it absolutely like for me. For someone who and, and when I said like, written like, that yeah. down, but yeah. no, but for someone who hasn't sat down and worked that out, how imperative is it for them to to set some time aside and actually look at exploring this for themselves? Like what their order is. Yeah, it it would it would alleviate a lot of confusion to do mm-hmm. that. It it's I think it's imperative because mm-hmm. and and I don't have a value like you have to value your family more than your clients, but you mm-hmm. you have to be real about what's mm-hmm. actually true for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that way you can also be honest with the people in your life mm-hmm. about what's actually true for you. So, you know, if the kid like like being open about you know what I would die for my kids and and you I don't know maybe not right <laughs> you know like like that's that's a that's a conversation to be had like I love you and like the kids you know our, our kids are gonna they get the they get they get the kidneys first like yeah they get the kidneys, get the kidneys first, first. Yeah. and it's like and it doesn't mean I love you less it just means just, I'm clear about the, the pecking kidneys. order they get the kidneys <laughs> the, the pecking <laughs> of my kidneys yeah yeah they get the pecking of the kidney you get the other thing that we won't say on live radio and they don't yeah. get that and so that's pretty good <laughs> it's like but, oh. uh-huh, you get the hmm. yeah. but like <laughs> you know the, it, it's like I think if we can be more true about what mm-hmm. our actual priorities are it, 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 and, and then somebody, the, the, the person on the other side of the priority has a choice mm-hmm. to make, like, are they good with that or not? You know? Mm-hmm. And then they need to work that out for themselves. It allows everybody to be adults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It allows there to be some clarity within the scope of the skirmish that's going to happen around, <laughs> exactly. around where, where it doesn't line up or to make choices right. and, and say, Hey, and, and I, I will posit, I will say that part of uh, one way to really, really benefit one's kids, mm-hmm. your kids, is to mm-hmm. cultivate an amazing relationship with your spouse, because then mm-hmm. they get to see firsthand what a thriving, loving, healthy relationship feels like, not just looks mm-hmm. like, because we have so few models like movies are whack. TV is whack. You know, like there are very few really amazing models for, for a fantastic partnership in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it behooves us to cultivate those of us who are parenting. It behooves us to cultivate an amazing relationship with each other, because that is the imprint our children will take into their adult relationships. Mm-hmm. So I, I do want to say that, like, not to correct the order at all, because I, mm-hmm. I your order is your order. And there is a way to incorporate the relationship with the spouse into how you benefit your kids. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It, it does. You know, it does. where it's not at their expense, like, oh, I'm going to do date night every night with my wife because it's about my wife and not my kids. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> sorry, kids. No kidneys sorry, kids. And no date night. No kidneys and no <laughs> evenings for you. Like, <laughs> right. No, it's mm-hmm. not that. It's it's let them feel what a thriving, loving, connected relationship feels like so that when they go out in the world and they start attracting people, they can Mm -hmm. feel immediately what that is and what's not Mm -hmm. that and steer the hell away from what's not that. 
Yeah. I think it was the basketballer, um, Steph Curry and his wife, that people were in uproar that they're like, yeah, we put our relationship ahead of the kids. And they mm. said exactly what you, what you said. If we don't have a healthy relationship and we end up getting divorced and what good is that for the kids? Or if we don't have a healthy environment at home, what good is that for the kids? But they are served by us being our best selves. And we, for us, that is us filling up each other first and then being full up to give to the kids. So, yeah. See, so that's a beautiful example of someone who's clear about their order and has reasons why. And, Mm -hmm. and I feel like your order, you know, our order is our order. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about, oh, I should have it be this way or that way because so-and-so said, you know, mm-hmm. it's about discerning. Now, what's really true for me? Like I, for example, for me, I struggle. I'm, I'm, I'm being super real here. Like I struggle with putting my partner ahead of my clients because I, my default is, is, first. is putting them first. I grew up in a family where my father worked 12 hours at least a day as a doctor and we got the Mm -hmm. dregs and, and, and he loved his work with a passion and he was a true doctor healer person. And he, Mm -hmm. and he was, and he had patients for years because he worked in chronic diseases and, and like, that's what's imprinted on my system as normal. So for me Mm -hmm. to say, and I had to go get relationship Patrick and I had to go get relationship coaching early on in our relationship because I had my priorities mixed the up, way around. you know, the other way around. And, and he was mm-hmm. like, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> like this mm-hmm. doesn't feel good to me, you know? And, and finally here's somebody that I actually wanted to do the work to, mm-hmm. uh, to have a deeper relationship with. And so I had to really examine that. And that's when I realized, oh, these priorities that I think are my priorities are actually my conditioning. They're not my true priorities. It's not not mine. It's It's inherited. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's inherited. And now when I start slipping into that default, both he and I can feel it. And I bring it back to what's actually true for me, which is, you know, which is us, me, us. And the dogs, I include the dogs in us. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then the business. And then, you know, and, then, and obviously family is in there as well. I don't live close to my family physically. So, you know, it, I, I connect. We have a WhatsApp thread, but I connect with them when I can. With, I've got that with the siblings as well. Yeah. So, but like, uh, you know, it, it, it's that direction from the inside out. And that's something mm-hmm. that I continually have to work at because my default would pull me elsewhere. I love that you said I was with someone that I was ready to do the work with, because one of the things I find in my work with people around abundance is that so I'm, I'm kind of ruthless in that not everybody gets to work with me. Yeah. Let alone, we don't take everybody's money because we are only interested in people that are ready, willing and desiring of the work. I saw early on what happens when people are looking to pay someone to be the excuse for why things don't work. Totally. <laughs> so we don't, we, we don't do that now. And we, yeah. in the past, we've said, Hey, here's some money back. Like, cause this isn't, this isn't a fit or whatever. Yes. And so there is a really, really, and, and this isn't like shaming people because not everybody's even consciously aware of the fact that they're playing out a pattern of refusing or not being ready to do the work, but there's something about being in a place where you're like, oh, shizzle knit. Like I'm, I really want to do the work. 
yeah. here versus oh god like i have to do the thing and oh, i have to talk about yeah, like, so uh, set the time aside and i've got to prioritize you oh. uh, like but then, <laughs> there's something about in your soul knowing oh like i want to go all in with this and i want to be a part of doing this work with this person and the difference is at that point you're doing it for you you're mm. not doing it for them mm. And the way it gets onerous is like, oh, God, I have to do, you know, this because the counselor said I need to do Mm -hmm. this to save my relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, that's never going to work. Let me just tell you right now, like that relationship is doomed. It's not going to work. Like if you're doing it Mm -hmm. for them, it's done. Mm -hmm. But once you can locate the place that wants to actually do this work for you, Mm -hmm. then you have a fighting chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same with abundance work too. It's like, oh, you know, I should, but it's like, no, I actually, I need to learn how to live mm-hmm. out of a different place in myself. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to live from abundance mm-hmm. and I'm ready to do the work to be that. Mm-hmm. Then that's someone who's interesting to work with, you know, oh, yeah. same, same over here. Like I don't work with people who are uh, stuck in blame, who think it's the other partner and who needs to change, mm-hmm. who, who are so mired in their story that they're not willing to mm-hmm. interrogate it. I don't mm-hmm. blame anybody for the stories that they can hold and, and for where they are. Like there's no blame and there's no shame. Like we are where we it's are. Just- but we just can't do this dance. It's yeah. Like, and it's I'm like, not, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not the person you for, for, I'm not the person for you. I'm not your guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your gal. Like yeah, I'm not I'm your not, gal. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're ready to, you know, actually look at like, wow, mm-hmm. there's this spot that we hit in my relationship, you know, where every single time I'm an asshole right there, like, <laughs> I turn, I become like, what is that? Like yeah, I'm I, so I involved. Right. I felt what I mean, it was the other day. Like, like oh, we God. all do. Like, wow, that was still in here. Oh my God. Let's see what that's about. Like when we can exactly. get curious mm-hmm. and and honest and self-reflective and like actually be willing to take action. Like, oh, maybe next time before that thing is gonna come out of my mouth, let me mm-hmm. hit pause for a sec. And mm-hmm. and it's like, do I really want to say that? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is that really what I want to say right now? Like, I know mm-hmm. it would feel so good to blow mm-hmm. this situation up right now with what I'm about mm-hmm. to say. Like, I would feel so righteous, but is that really going to be the best course mm-hmm. of action? <laughs> you know, like if we can learn to insert that pause and go like, okay, what am I actually serving here? Am I serving mm-hmm. my three-year-old? that is, wants to throw a tantrum? Am I serving my teenager that just wants to rebel and is a big fuck you to the world? Or am mm-hmm. I serving, you know, who am I, am I serving my father mm-hmm. to get his approval? Like, or, mm-hmm. or am I serving my adult clear centered part of me that knows, okay, here's a spot that I really want to say something, but I'm going to actually pause here, take a breath and I'm going to ask a question instead, or I'm going to get curious, or I'm going to make a vulnerable admission, or I'm going to be transparent. Mm. I'm going to say, you know Mm. what? I really want to bite your head off right now. And I'm not going to do that because I know that that's just perpetual. I will refrain. I will. I will refrain. I will not be biting the head off today because 
that's not going to serve our union. That's not going to serve our connection. And I am here to serve our connection. Mm. Like once we get that thing straight in order, all everything changes. So that's the fourth part of the assessment. And the last part Mm -hmm. of the assessment is around passion and intimacy, how much desire, how connected are we to our being a desiring person, both in the bedroom, but also in life. We have so many messages that mm-hmm. we've gotten from culture, family, religion, everywhere, not to want too much, not to be too demanding, not to um, be too sexy or be too sexual, like not to let our hunger out. Like there's all sorts of messages we get mm-hmm. to tamp that thing down. Uh, you know, desires the root of all suffering is the misinterpretation of what the Buddha said. Uh, so like, so that fifth piece is what kind of room do you allow for desire in your life to allow yourself to be a desiring person? Like, because desire is the engine of the universe. You were born because two people desired each other and came together mm-hmm. in a physical way that made you this mm-hmm. planet exists because the universe wants it to be mm-hmm. someday. The universe may not want it to be anymore, which appears to be where we're headed, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but like, the 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 foundation of everything is desire a cell of the heart beats because it wants to keep beating like life force wants to perpetuate itself that's desire it's nothing wrong with it the thing that gets sticky is the expression of that desire and when and where and to what measure and with whom that's where calibration is necessary right you don't necessarily bring the same person to church as you bring to the bedroom I like to say, mm. you know, and if you do, we need to talk about your sex life because no, <laughs> or, or your or the church, or your you church life. I need yeah. to go to the church. So I want to go to that church. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I want to know what church that is. And sign me up. But if you're bringing your church self to the bedroom, let's talk because that. Yeah, no. yeah. So, so like that. That's that's the fifth piece. Is really how connected are you to being a desiring person to allowing desire to guide your life to live a life based on desire which is not to say that you never do things you're supposed to do because then yeah it's not run, know, not running around willy-nilly this is not, what my willy-nilly wants to do today no Nothing it's not else. licentiousness it's not <laughs> licentiousness it's not it's 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 permission. It's it feels like yeah, having different. a conscious relationship to your desire and giving yourself yeah. permission to express it in a healthy, balanced way. Beautifully said. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, that's what they pay. So that's the, the that's the assessment in a nutshell. There's four mm-hmm. questions in each category, and you mm-hmm. you score yourself. It takes about four or five minutes to do it, oh, and brilliant. it gives you a real clear sense of oh here are the here are the places where I'm doing great, like where I'm really on point. Mm-hmm. And then here are the places that could use some attention, you know, mm-hmm. and it really helps you see where to focus your attention for your next piece of growth, for your next expansion, for you, mm-hmm. all of that. So I, I like to say awareness is the first step to change, you know, mm-hmm. because if you don't see it, you can't do anything about it. So this assessment exists to help you see what's working, what could use attention, what's, what's not, not working as well, so that you can take action, so that you can do something about it. It's not so you can wallop yourself. Turn the dial up on magic. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because the more access to the more parts of you you have, 
the better everything gets. Awesome. 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 So give us a link. Give us the link because I'm sure everyone's like, okay, that's tell me where the test is. I yeah. want to do the test and hit pause right now. <laughs> do it, do it. Relationshipalchemyquiz.com is the easiest mm-hmm. for spelling. If you're a good speller, you can go to relationshipalchemyassessment.com. But I find that relationshipalchemyquiz, <laughs> you know, both are available. Nice the rebels of the audience. Yeah, cho- choice is yours. And uh, yeah, I would love to, I would love to, you know, have a conversation with anyone who, you know, is really committed to excellence in all these areas mm-hmm. and can, for themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So you heard it here first, guys. You have two options to get to the same f- wonderful place relationshipalchemyquiz.com or relationshipalchemyassessment.com. Whichever one fancies your boat and fancies your boat, float, no, floats your boat, floats your boat, floats your boat and fancies. strikes your fancy, straight, yeah, just tickles yeah. your fancy. Whatever, whatever blows your skirt up. You know, my clients <laughs> use that once and I I can't stop using it now. She goes, it just blows my skirt up. I'm like, I just use it now. I love the skirt. Oh, do you say knickers in a twist? Do you, just, do you ever say that? I, I say knickers in a twist, yeah. I love that. That's one of my I'm favorites. One of yeah. I've don't get some, your knickers in a twist. Don't get your knickers in a twist. It's just so, it, I just love sonically. It's so fantastic. I, I, I did used to use Calm Down Treacle, but following your IG the other day, I'm going to stick away from telling treacles to calm down. <laughs> Don't ever say <laughs> if I can leave your audience with one tip. <laughs> excise the words calm down from your vocabulary. You yeah. know, when when has it ever worked to tell anybody to calm when, down? When you said that, I was like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't actually do anything. It actually tends to rile people up more to say, calm yes. down, mate, calm down. Yeah. Right. It it, yeah. it actually has them go, why well, don't need to calm opposite. down? You call, you opposite, know. Opposite yeah. effect. Right. I mean, sometimes Patrick and I will play around. He likes to provoke me. So he's a bit of a provocateur and a trickster. Yeah. And so sometimes he'll deliberately <laughs> sort of poke me uh, in such ways just to get a rise out of me because he enjoys my fire. So that's different. That's a specific game that, you know, that is that we both have consented it's a consensual, to play. A consensual game. It's, consensual we have consented riling. to play this game of riling, of consensual riling up, you know. Yeah. Um, but most people are not playing at that level and they're saying calm down <laughs> because they're uncomfortable with yeah. somebody else's fire. And yeah. it's really, you're saying it because you're uncomfortable. You're not saying it out of yeah. concern for the other person. Like you're saying it because you yeah. can't deal. So grow your yeah. capacity to deal is my. Or, or, be, or be with someone whose fire matches your temperature bandwidth. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't ever work to try to shame somebody into be different, into being different than mm-hmm. they are. It just doesn't work. And, and yourself included, like change doesn't happen in an atmosphere of shame. Change happens in an atmosphere of love and acceptance and mm-hmm. patience and practice. Mm-hmm. And that's the other piece is like, get you somebody who is a great practice partner, you know, mm-hmm. which is not to say they never get mad, but it is to say that there's a baseline of love and acceptance mm-hmm. that just is there. And then you work out everything else on top of that. Mm, solid foundation for change. So there you go. Got it, guys. 
the awesome Maria Elizabeth Marley has blessed us once again. Don't forget to go and check out the episode of Your Success. We'll pop that in the show notes. Head over to relationshipalchemyquiz.com or relationshipalchemyassessment.com. Uh, according to <laughs> oh, your capacity yes. and uh, desiring to play with spelling. Um, <laughs> final words. Stop telling people to calm down. That's you, not for them. <laughs> Any final, final words before we sign off today? Yeah, the final words would be to stay curious. There can be levity. There can be levity in these areas that tend to be so sticky. Mm-hmm. You know, the more we can learn to laugh at our foibles and accept, you know, like, oh, look at that. I just did that dumb thing again. Like, <laughs> the more we can have that kind of attitude, the, the quicker, the, the quicker change happens and the quicker mm-hmm. the grip of those old patterns can be loosened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when we when we grab on to those shame about whatever it is that we do that has the, the things stick around longer, you know. And so mm-hmm. stay curious, laugh at yourself, develop like a relationship of some levity around these things and you'll find change happens so much more quickly. And the last, last piece is that my community is really about demolishing the relationship silo Mm. because so much of what's hard about relationships is how isolated we are in them. Each Mm. couple is going through their thing or triad if you're with more than one person, et cetera. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going through your thing and, and you, and you feel like, what's wrong with me? I'm better. You know, like it's so easy to think your problems are unique and they're just not, sorry, (laughs) you're not special. And (laughs) I mean, you're very special. Each of us is unique, special, but but you're not, but you're not, you're not, but your struggles are not not unique. Yeah. You're not alone. You're not alone in your struggle. And so get yourself a community, like my relationship alchemy community. The community aspect is for women. I work privately with all genders, but my community is for women. And and there are, you know, your community, uh, they're they're just awesome communities to be in. And so get yourself Mm -hmm. into community with other people who are working on their stuff, who are wanting to show up whole and access their brilliance and abundance and love within that so they can share it more effectively with the world because change happens so much faster in community. So that would be my last, last piece. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So guys, uh, again, we're going to pop everything in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming to hang out today and just to bless us. Uh, Till next time, guys, remember you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven, whole, sexy, yummy, alchemically relating life and keep dreaming with your eyes open. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.